This episode of the Ask Ambassadors podcast is being brought to you by Pentair. Hi, my name is Dave from Fluid Dynamics Pool and Spa, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ask Ambassadors podcast. Today we're in the Varex Studios again, and we have Randy Beard, the owner of Varex Studios, on the episode today with us. Randy has been my mentor for over a decade, and what we're going to be talking about is we're actually going to be talking about marketing, some of the tips and tricks for good marketing, some of the things you should be implementing. But we're also going to talk about some of the things that you're probably doing wrong. And we get at the end of the episode, we really tie the bow on it with a conversation around marketing's dirty little secret and marketer's dirty little secret. So you want to tune in all the way to the end. It's been a really great show, and I really think there's going to be a lot of information for everybody. So enjoy the episode. Welcome in to this week's episode of the Ask Masters podcast. I'm Dave Penton from Fluid Dynamics Pool and Spa, and in studio here, I have Randy Beard. We're actually in Randy's studio. Uh, so we're in the Varex studio today. Today, we're going to be talking about how to close more jobs, how to get clients to recognize you, um, the ins and outs of Google and um, social networks and all of that. And who better than Randy? Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Randy came out of the pool industry and for many, many years he ran a company called Pure Water Pools Inc. And Randy has been my mentor since, what, about uh, 2006? So 14 years now. So we go way, way back. So uh, give a little bit more of an introduction. Uh, wow. Started uh, cleaning pools when I was in high school, actually. Uh, I was a sophomore, had a hundred bucks in a pickup truck and uh, went out and started cleaning pools. I love just being outside like you do, Dave, and, uh, you know, being in the beach and not have being inside in a warehouse. And I, I actually was in a warehouse and said, hey, I got to change this. Um, fast forward, uh, went through IPSA, all of the different channels and um, got involved in the early, early days of Genesis and mm -hmm. uh, worked that through about 2008, 2009. And um, that's where I actually met you. I think yeah. we were in Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah. Or some, some, you know, we Atlanta, had, Atlanta. Yep. Okay. We we're in, in Atlanta and, um, and I knew right then that, you know, you were going to go places. And, and so, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun mentoring. We, I still mentor quite a bit and I'm super proud of you because I know you mentor now too. And you've got, you've taken some people under your wings now. And, um, and certainly you're one of the top two, three, four builders on the planet right now. And, and so I take great pride in doing that. Um, I did sell my company in late um, 2015 for a, a good chunk of change. And um, ultimately, I think that's part of what we're here to talk today about how businesses have a beginning, middle, and an end. And um, and where you're at in that, and uh, I know you're in the middle of it. You got some new kids, and uh, you're uh, you, you got a full size family there, so you're kind of in the middle of your career at this point. And yet, I think we still talk a lot uh, here in the studio about where you're going and and how this is going to end for you. And everybody out there, I hope today ha is starting to think about that, where you're at now, and where you need to project in the future. Yeah, and one of the things I want to touch on, uh, it's a little bit of a tangent point, uh, but the mentoring aspect. Uh, so many people get really nervous about that term. And uh, the way I view it, and, and I've said this previously on, on other podcasts, is that mentoring is just, you only need to be one step ahead of the next guy. And so, so many people feel like they have to have arrived before they can actually become a mentor. And that couldn't be further from the truth. You know, if you are two years into your career, find somebody that's just getting in. You know more than that person. And 
And the interaction, the giving back is just so critical to, uh, to professionalizing our industry and everything. So the real meat and potatoes that we're here to get into today is, uh, is kind of marketing and how to use the platforms. Uh, the, the, the term that you say all the time is utilizing the powerful tool that sits in your pocket. So can you kind of explain a little bit about that? I know you and I have played around with this for a good decade. Oh, at least. And I was fortunate from early on that I was allowed to have uh, digital cameras. And um, if you haven't heard me to tell the story before, I always was taking pictures. And if you knew me back in the Genesis days, I was always the guy with the camera. In fact, it's hard to find pictures of me because I historically followed along and took the majority of the pictures in the early days of where Genesis was. And the camera was always... I would like to say it was a hobby, but inevitably it launched my career and my business because I would get the likes of Eric Herman, uh, a Jim, I would get a Rebecca Robledo, um, and they would come to me and say, hey, we need images. Uh, I can remember the story. Eric Herman lived just south of the studio here in Laguna Beach. And he said, you know, I wrote this whole story. I got a deadline of tomorrow. And um, I, I, you know, this guy promised me I had pictures and he sent me these little tiny pictures. Randy, this isn't going to work. Can I buy you a lunch at Wahoo's? And uh, give me pictures. Back in those days, it was on a CD. And you, you can talk to Eric Herman about that or, or Rebecca when we were up in Toronto. Um, so images and visual images were always a super big part of what made my company so successful because I got free press. I got covers of magazines because I became this library of, of digital. And nowadays, guys, I carried a great big camera, if you remember. Nowadays, you've got these phones. And they take incredible, um, not only pictures, but what you need to start doing, what we're going to talk mostly about today is video. And video is what's going to get your company more leads for less money in 2020. And that's what we're here to talk about today, Dave, is how, how, how to make sure that you don't need to hire more people. You just need to work smarter and you already have the tool and the tool is in your pocket right now. Yeah, and it's really, everybody gets so nervous. It's really not that difficult. And, and the big thing, even I'm telling my guys, I learned this from, from you, crew leads all had cameras and they were all taking photos and, and construction photos are one thing. But the, with the availability of having in your pocket, having your cell phone and, and you know, 20 megapixel cameras on your cell phone now, you have the ability to take high quality photos and just utilizing that tool, snap a bunch of photos. You, you know, we all have huge hard drives on our computer now. You can take 20, 30, 50 photos a day, uh, and 49 of them are going to be terrible. Uh, but you may get that one, and you don't necessarily know. And as you get better at it, you'll you'll find more and more, and you'll get more good quality stuff that you can utilize. But just really getting it, getting your archives built. So let's talk a little bit about all the social platforms. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok. I mean, it's a little bit confusing. There's a lot of stuff out there. What do, what do we need to know? Where's the places we need to be? You know, I am mainly on Facebook. Uh, where, where should we focus our attention? Which is going to give us the most bang for the buck? Wow, the answer is all of them. 
And unfortunately, what we've got to do is we've got to recognize that each platform serves a different purpose and you need to be on all of them. Um, first and foremost, YouTube is probably the number two search engine on the planet. Now, YouTube has, is trying to deliver useful information. So you always want to post anything you get up on your business YouTube channel and you need a business YouTube channel in 2020. It's how you're going to get found. And, and then you move on into Facebook. You're on Facebook a lot because that's the demographic of the age bracket that you live in. Mm -hmm. um, now, uh, Facebook is getting about 3 billion views a day. And what's happening is Instagram, Zuckerberg's other little baby, is, is migrating up because the younger generation, probably your older kids, Dave, are using Instagram. So we know that that's, there's potential buying power in the Instagram crowd. So you need to take the video and you need to natively upload it. We talked about YouTube. We talked about Facebook. These guys are mortal enemies. So you would never take a YouTube video and put it on Facebook or likewise a Facebook video and put it on YouTube. You have to natively upload to each one of these channels specifically. Moving let me, on. Let me interrupt you there and, and sorry to cut you off because... Uh, I know what those terms mean, uh, but our audience may not know. And what I see so many times is that someone will put a video up on YouTube and then they will go into Facebook and Instagram and they will share from YouTube. And the algorithms don't like that. And, and I don't think too many people understand that, that, that Facebook, if, if you had every post from all of your friends, you would never get through it. So Facebook is going in and, and they're noticing what's moving and what's important. And they're also noticing what's important to Facebook. They don't want you to leave Facebook because they're selling advertising there. And so when you're sharing a YouTube video, you're actually telling Facebook, hey, if, if, if this person clicks on this video, they're leaving Facebook to go to YouTube. And so Facebook doesn't like that. And they're going to bury that and not as many people are going to see it. So you use the term natively upload. What does that actually mean? That means you take the raw footage, the video, the, the footage, and you upload it directly to that. Try not to use aggregators that say, put it here and I'm going to distribute it everywhere for you. You're going to have to physically do that yourself and you'll write a little explanation. Now, writing is still important in this 2020 age of video. Um, so you, you do want to give it a description with some keywords that'll help people find your videos. But back to natively, you were dead on. You did that excellent. Uh, you want to put your video directly on YouTube, directly on Facebook. You don't want to use the video player from YouTube on your website. Because again, guess what happens? If I watch your video that you embedded on your website in YouTube, guess at the end of that video who comes up? Your competition. So don't, don't make that mistake either. And I think we're going to get a little bit deeper. We were talking about channels. We talked about YouTube, Facebook, the younger generation getting into Instagram. Uh, Instagram now has IGTV. Now the big Zuckerberg, he's pretty smart because guess what? When we did YouTube and put videos up on YouTube, we were looking like this, right? Well, guess what happened? Instagrams went this direction from vertical uh, from horizontal to vertical. So we couldn't use the same film. And a year and a half ago, when we recognized that Instagram and IGTV, Instagram TV, the gram, were actually going to force us to do stuff in a, in a vertical format. And I went to my editors and said, hey, we're going to start editing in the vertical format. 
man, I thought they were going to cut my wrist. I mean, it was just not a good day. And it took us about three to four months to where even filming today, we're filming both vertical and horizontal. Everything is filmed vertical and horizontal when we get into really professional level videos. So I'd encourage you guys to embrace those different uh, channels, try and get your Instagram stuff and even Facebook more and more is going to that actual vertical. Uh, things we haven't talked about that you mentioned, LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn's got a totally different demographic. Uh, any of you um, that are in LinkedIn, which are mostly professionals and you need to take time. I know you've spent a lot of time on your LinkedIn this last year, and I think it's generating good return on investment ROI because that's where your clients the multimillionaires, the super uber wealthy live. They're in LinkedIn. They're not on Facebook. They're not on Instagram. They're in LinkedIn. So take time to nurture that. And it's painful. It's clunky. They do allow a live video. All of these from YouTube, Instagram, all encourage live video. You should be shooting live video. Get over your bad self and start pushing record. Now, you mentioned one at the end there. So I'm going to interrogate you and say TikTok. I only put it up there because I know my daughter looks at it. I don't even know what it is. I think you have to sing or something. It's just not in my wheelhouse. So maybe you know. I definitely don't. Well, what we do know is there's about 40 different channels out there. A whole bunch of them we haven't noticed. And TikTok, as of this week, is on a little bit of a climb. And most of your super young generation is using that, using that platform, too. So I'd encourage you to download these different forms when you, you see people on them. Um, and, and start to think how you can utilize that video in your business to make your sales process go faster and to get found in this cyber internet that we all work on. It, because we have to litter the, uh, the internet space with our images, uh, with our eyes, with our face, and with our projects to make sure that people can find you in this day and age. 80% of the people, Dave, that want to hire you have already done all their research. And when they pick up the phone, they already know you. They've seen you on your podcast that you host here. They've seen you on your images and on your publications. They know right then that they want to they buy from you. It's like, build my pool. Yeah, I think that's a real important thing as you guys start to develop your your portfolios and develop your the media that you're creating for yourself. And you don't have to go out and hire a media company. You can do this by yourself. But one of the things that you really need to understand and, and start observing this in yourself as the way you consume the media yourself, if you, why do we all have such a connection to movie stars? Why do we, if you watch the evening news, why do you feel like you know the person on the evening news? It's because you, you visually are talking to them uh, or they're talking to you. And, and so you really need to build that up and, and understand that it's a very important component. And in this day and age, if you can't be found online, if you, like, if you say, well, I'm just the person that has to stand behind the camera, you really need to get past that uh, and get in front of the camera because like Randy said, they're doing the research. Our clients are doing the research and they need to know you as a person. And the difference between if there's a number of videos and you are, they, they can get to know you, they see your personality, they can watch your cadence as you're speaking and that they learn to trust you online even before they meet you. And, and company Y over here, your competitor, if they don't have that same presence, 
the client is going to be much more likely, even if he interviews both of you, to come back to you because they have more of a history with you. We, uh, we're using a term now uh, made popular by our current author, fanocracy. And, um, and that's what we've uh, done with your image, uh, your public persona. Because, you know, when I first met you, you were kind of a shy guy. I mean, you, you know, you like were, to be behind the camera. Yeah, you were the guy behind the camera like I was. And, and yet we've developed these skills to where you are so much on camera. When you go walking up to a job site, they've already done their due diligence. They feel like they know you. They've listened to you. Sometimes they've listened to you for hours because of all of your podcasts. So we have done a great job at creating a fan base, fanocracy for you. And what we're encouraging all of you to do is to start this journey in 2020 and attempt to catch up to Dave because it is a snowball that just rolls. And if you're not documenting your projects, if you're not filming or uh, taking pictures of you constructing that pool, you may have 49 bad pictures, as you mentioned earlier, but you don't know which one of those 49 pictures could be critical down the road when somebody says, hey, you didn't put enough steel in that wall. And you pull that picture back out in court and say, no, here it is. And this is what it looks like. You didn't know the day you took it, how important and how much money that picture was worth. So you need to push record and you're never going to stop hearing me say that. I still say it to you, push record and, um, and you know, start your fandom, your fanocracy now, today, 2020, it will make your journey so much smoother. So one thing we haven't touched on here that I want to get into, uh, and, and I know the answer, but I really want you to describe, should I go out and spend $30,000 on a new website? We haven't talked at all about website development and how important your website is and all of that. You and I just went through over uh, at the end of last year, rebuilding my website and, and completely reconfiguring everything on my site. Uh, so talk about the website and how important and how critical it is. Well, um, obviously websites need to, uh, you, your company needs to have a website. Ultimately, it is your ultimate landing page to get them to call or communicate with you. Um, so the way websites were put together five, 10 years ago with the slideshows going across the top, is that's the only thing you shouldn't really do now. You need a video on your website, uh, it, just like yours. I encourage you to go take a look at Dave's and uh, you've got a nice little video right at the top of you talking and communicating. We call that above the fold. It's an old newspaper term. We want that video living right there and we want no distractions. These websites today need to be a living organism. They, they're moving. So the days of when you would go to a web developer and they would tell you for eight or you know $13,000, we're going to build you a killer WordPress website. For the majority of the pool companies, that is a distraction and, and it's allowing something to be put together for your company that you're not able to really deal with. In, in this day and age, you need to be taking these pictures, um, the videos, you need to work in either GoDaddy, Wistia, um, landing pages in Zoho, something that's almost a drag and drop. And that's what yours is in. You're actually 100% proficient now at running your own website. And, and you don't need to come in here. We, we film in here all the time, but you can go home on a weekend while you've got a, I saw you once, you, you had your little girl fall asleep and you were there on your, on your laptop while she slept. And you, and you were moving your website stuff around with some new stuff. So you're, I would encourage you to take a look and, and attempt to get a website that's a little bit easier to use as a landing page that you can update on a regular basis. Now that's important because Google cares about a couple of things. One is how fast does it load? Two, how long do they stay on the website? 
Well, people don't like to read anymore, guys. I, I got I got big news for you. They watch videos. And, and so to get a video on there, it's going to keep them there longer. Keeping people longer is what Google cares about, is that you're giving credible content that the people are, are hungry for. So remember to answer the pain points and the questions in your overall videos that you create. Get them so they're accessible. They'll stay on the website, and Google will offer you up all day long. So that's all there is to SEO. These companies are doing incredible keyword research. And I've got some good friends. I mean, maybe you've seen me with Matt Bertram, the number one podcast, The Planet and Marketing, and he's a, he's a cool keyword guy. But these in-depth websites, eight to 13 to $16,000, you really need to be running a multi-million dollar website and have the ability at a whim to call your website designer and make those changes. So for the, the majority of us running small businesses, and I, again, am back running a small business, but we control that internally from here. And uh, I, I would tell the majority of the pool industry that, uh, you know, that we need to get you used to working in that environment like Mr. Penton is. Yeah, gone are the days where I call you and send you a check and here, here's some photos, here's a little bit of documents that I've created, and then you build it, and then I go out and, and have a new really killer project that is professionally shot, and then I have to come back and, and send it to you, and your team has to do it. Those days are gone. Uh, it's all gotten so simple, and it is drag and drop, and it's really the ability to modify your own page. And, and Google likes to see that as well. Google doesn't want to see a page that has sat for a year and a half with no new photos, no new content or anything. They're going to move you down the rankings as well. So you're always wanting to be adding to it, tweaking things, changing things, uploading videos. And again, like we touched on earlier, the video piece is a critical piece, but you can't just have a link to a YouTube video. That's not, it, that's, that's very damaging because it just next time you're in YouTube, watch what happens. Or next time you see a YouTube video on Facebook, click on it, watch all the way through to the end, and then it comes up with a menu of eight other videos that are related to the one that you just watched, but are generally not put out by that same company. So it's, it's the best way for you to probably give your competition a lead uh, because the way the algorithms work is they're, they're observing what you're watching and they're gonna feed in there what they think you would wanna watch next. And what they think you wanna watch next may be the big dog, the big gorilla in your marketplace because they have lots of content that gets a lot of play. So you really, you really need to rethink that one big time. And that's probably one of the biggest mistakes that I see made. And, and you're right in that they offer up these other companies because they know you're interested, let's say, in, in, in building a pool. But they also offer up to your competition to be able to purchase that space. We've seen with you as your fandom has grown that people are now purchasing on the back of your company on your social media. And, and we can almost track them because when we check your, your company name, the same three companies come right after it in a paid ad. So they're poaching off your fandom, if you will. So remember that your information is for sale and your competitors can buy into actually advertising on your behalf because you are doing so well.
So let's get into a little more about the structure of video and video marketing and all of that because we keep hitting on that this is so important. Um, so it, kind of the idea with video is to turn the, the viewer into a raving fan of yourself. One of the things that I have found is that you really need to personalize yourself. You need to be a person. Uh, someone that's watching a video needs to get to know you, understand a little bit about who you are. It can't all be just, I'm the best, here's the reason why I'm the best, because guess what? Everybody's the best. If you notice that, everybody's marketing campaigns all say the same thing. So they need to be able to get to know you as a person. You need to share a little bit about yourself. Uh, you, you know, interesting story, not related to the pool industry. You know, a little bit about you know your your partner, you know, children, hobbies, things like that. You need to become a person for them to to trust you. And I always lead with that. Uh, you'll notice even here in the podcast, uh, whenever I'm hosting, I'm always get to know the person, get to know a little bit of their history. Uh, it's a very important to personalize yourself. And then you start to get into what your actual core message is in there. And so what should people be talking about in their core messages? Well, um, people like to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Now that you can see my eyes, you know me, um, hopefully you like me, and then inevitably if we do business together, you're going to trust me. And, and so we, we take a customer on a journey, and in this day and age, it, it, this uh, I'm the cheapest, I'm the best, that just goes right through the client. They want to know that you're a real person, they can trust you that uh, you don't have a criminal record or something. So they already have, have done their due diligence. Now you've got to consume or understand how they consume information. So they probably want a little bit shorter video up front and quick delivery on an overview video of who you are. Then you're starting to qualify them at how knowledgeable you are. You know, you sit on Watershape University's board, for example, at this point. You get a, a lot of credibility from the people you mentor over at Watershape University. Um, your, uh, your teachings with Genesis, all of that has, has helped your credibility and increased, you know, your, your value to these clients that want to hire you. You don't need to go in as Dave Penton as the cheapest. Or you don't need to go in, hey, I'm the best. You never tell a client you're best. You want to take them on a journey to show them. Now, when somebody's locked in on you, like I said, they do 80% of their research before they even pick up the phone and text you or call you or however they're going to get a hold of you. Repeat they, that. Repeat that because that's such a critical piece that so many people miss. 80%. 80%. Think of the way that you do business. Even if you're buying a car or a house now, it's all done virtually. And, and it's done the same in the outdoor living space. 80% um, of the people are looking at the piece of furniture, looking at the, at the product, looking at you individually. But 80% of that work is done prior to them picking up the phone. And you need to give them food to follow. And you don't know what journey they're going to follow, which one of your videos or your pictures. Mm -hmm. And remember, a picture's worth a thousand words, video's worth a million words, guys. Believe me, you can tell the story in video. And you can tell the story that you want to tell. That's the important part. So you need to, this is a Netflix economy. When I was growing up, Dave, you know, we would wait around every Saturday night for Johnny Carson. And that was the only way we could get to Johnny Carson. Well, guess what? If you, if you want to see The Tonight Show now, 
you, you can sit and watch them in a row because we now have become the Netflix economy. And when someone is interested, they want to carry that journey from beginning to end, make a decision and move on. Their time is worth a lot too. So if you don't have this journey mapped out for them in a strategic pattern that's non-salesy, the majority of its information, look at Ask the Masters, guys. We are not salesy. We're not here to sell you anything. We're here to make sure that your business is better in 2020, that you're going to make more sales, that you've got the knowledge to move your company ahead of the competition. And, and, and you'll never see us turn into a, a sale. We're educational and we'll stay that way. So um, the power of the visual process, we're, we're getting into that a little bit. Um, the biggest thing that I see people doing wrong is how they're implementing it. So say we've gone out, we've created all of these great videos. Uh, what do you do with it? You know, we we even see this with, with within Ask the Masters is that you have to take good quality content. You've spent the time to do it, but so many people implement it improperly or don't implement it at all. Or, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about not sharing YouTube videos on a different platform. What are the the kind of a short snippets, two or three tips, if you will, to to how you start to implement this, and what are some of the things that you need to do in order to get your message out there? Well, um, you want to get it out on every platform. Uh, do some original little uh, copy on each platform based on the demographic of who you think is watching the age group on Instagram versus Facebook, YouTube, which is going to be more informative. It's a search platform. Uh, we've done this for you in the last year. If you search. Dave Penton, Fluid Dynamics, you fill up four pages. Um, we were talking about websites. In the old days, you were hoping to come in number one. You can't run from you at this point because of the content that you constantly produce. So um, you, you want to scatter these breadcrumbs all over the internet so people can move around and find you a lot, ultimately getting to your website. Um, so the tidbits are just implement, implement, implement. At the highest level, you want to do professional videos and, and certainly uh, you know, try and get what we call non-perishable videos. But what I really want to encourage you to do is a lot of what you do is become your own marketing uh, company and start your own what we call perishable videos. Perishable videos are what go in the news feeds in LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, meaning they're always moving down. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't be reappropriated. Um, you absolutely... Uh, just mentioned something that really frustrates me. We've got major corporations that we represent now. We do video for them and it sits on the shelf and, and it drives us crazy. I mean, we put a lot of work into them. They spend a lot of money on these videos and they just don't implement them. And, and that's a shame. And I think in corporate America, they say 50-50, that, that about 50% of the content that is made um, gets bogged down in the boardroom somewhere. You know, their legal team. Yeah, and, and the large corporations, um, some that I'm working for right now, we've got a lot of content that just hasn't been published. Um, it's, it's stuck in the mud somewhere in these corporations. Most of our Ask the Masters people are, can move fast enough that, um, that you can implement this stuff and implement 100% of the stuff. And we're not always implementing things right, are we, Dave? I mean, we make a lot of mistakes. And in fact, I'll send stuff to you to edit and you're so busy uh, with your day-to-day -day average, you don't get a look or proof it. But I'll tell you one thing, that when we publish it, the calls come out if we've done something wrong really quick. So we say we push it so hard here that we break it. So once, once we've broken it, 
we can take it down real quick. Like if, if nobody dies and you put something up that is not a great picture, you can pull it right back down. And, and we, we do uh, probably once or twice a week need to pull something down and have done it here and Ask the Masters. Yeah, and I think um, the model that we've taken here at Ask the Masters, we touched on it just a little bit earlier, is, uh, is a model that you really need to implement as you're pushing your own videos and as you're creating yourself. You can't be just a sales pitch. I'm Dave Penton, my company's the best. We do world-class pools. We, you, know, you can't do that anymore. And, and again, I always wanna keep pushing you back to think about how you consume things. And when you hear a video like that, you either turn, tune out right away, or you watch it and you think, wow, that person is very arrogant. Or you, generally, it's a negative connotation that comes through. Um, the day and age of, of self-promotion you have to be real careful with it. And what we have discovered is that you need to just content. It needs to be good quality content. It needs to be informational. And there's obviously going to be a little bit of promotional piece in there, but you can't have it be only all promotional. You have to be giving the client something. We live in the, the age of Google and you can Google anything, you can learn anything. And so that's the expectation. We all have it as we're surfing around on the internet. So you need to be giving information that, you know, five, 10 years ago, you weren't necessarily giving that out to your clients. So that's a real critical piece. And, and also one of the things that I really see a lot of people implementing improperly. Uh, completely improperly because people don't want to hear you talk about yourself. You know, hey, uh, you know, huge alert here, by the way. And uh, Tony Robbins, I, I think early was a mentor of mine, and I listened to a lot of his stuff. It's, hey, let people find out about you because they can. They can Google you. They're, they're, they're checking on you already. So don't waste their time by going in and talking about yourself. You know, create this content so they can find out. Because while video in 2020 is going to be huge, What's going to happen in the future and where we want to rule is we want to say, okay, Alexa, who is Dave Penton of Fluid Dynamics? Hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got to work on that because that's the future, okay? And, and what you'll see is companies are starting to show up in voice. So uh, what we'll do, and we've spent a, a good year on your brand, your brand, and I would challenge all of you to come back next January. And when I get to ask the lady over there that we won't mention her name again, um, who he is, you'll know because she already knows who Ask the Masters is. Um, she will start playing the episode that's there. We're, that's the future is, it's video in 2020, always will be. We got these things called 5G now that'll download videos 20 times faster. And where we'll move from here is the voice. And, and that's what I want you guys to start thinking is companies in, in 2021 is about voice. One of the things I want to get into is uh, you have a phrase, marketing's dirty little secret. But before we go there, um, let's talk about uh, the company that has everything implemented. So uh, we're doing LinkedIn, we're doing Instagram, we're posting regularly, we're getting engagement with our clients. There's good conversations going back and forth. What, what does somebody that has all of that down do as the next steps? Is that all that's needed to be done or are there next steps that can be taken? But it depends on the goal of the overall corporation, and that's where we get involved a little bit more. Um, there are corporations get to a point to where they just want to accelerate. They want to bring in more business. They're, they know that, okay, hey, it's time to take it to the next level. And as you know, and you watch our company grow, uh, your choices then are to start to bring in salesmen and bring in 
um, different people to help implement it. But what you find out is managing people can be very difficult in this day and age. And um, we uh, have a, an upper level uh, uh, product called Cyber Funnels where we actually automate the almost all of the uh, system. And at that point, we're really looking for somebody to just deliver it. So we, we will actually take a client from the first inception of going out and finding clients that are looking for uh, something in the marketplace and putting them through an automated system that is not going to make any mistakes the way sometimes humans can, uh, talking too much about themselves, any of those items. And for the companies um, that we've, we've built these automated systems for, uh, one of the things they notice is that these people are already ready to sign because we've taken the client on a journey to purchase and work with this individual client. And all, all they're hoping for is whoever goes out to get the contract signed doesn't blow it. And so we, we call that a cyber funnel where, where we've actually got it all built out. We'll do your videos for you. We take the client on a journey. Yeah, and the one thing that I've noticed about it is that you take the human element out of it to an extent. Uh, and if it's done properly, you're adding the human element in by a face-to-face -face conversation through video. And so you're replacing it uh, and, and you're manipulating a little bit because what you're doing is you're able to completely fine-tune your test marketing, you're tweaking a video, maybe I said one wrong word here, uh, but you're taking them on the journey through a multiple different video segments. And the nice thing about that is, you know, salespeople inevitably on occasion will say the wrong thing uh, or make a promise that ends up costing money. And you eliminate, not all of that, but you eliminate quite a bit of that. And so you're, you've taken the client on this journey to where they feel like they know you, they trust you, they understand what you're doing, and they're ready to sign right at the end. And there's not, you're, you've just automated the system, you've automated the sales process. So I really like the concept, it's really cool. Yeah, it, it works well because Dave, we've trained you how to represent your company. But at the next level, when we have to try and duplicate you, um, it, it, it's almost easier to do that in artificial intelligence, believe it or not, um, because we don't want to have to try and go through uh, bringing someone up to your level because actually if we try and hire somebody and bring them to your level, they're going to go out on their own anyhow. So um, the next level for companies for you in 2021, 2022, as you, you start to take on a lot more work and capacity is we will start to automate that system through a cyber funnel. And um, it's, uh, you know, it takes a little bit of time and it's, it's a process. Uh, but that's, that's the next big step. So, yeah. And you've seen some real good success with some of your bigger clients that, you know, they, you alluded to it earlier. Um, the, once the client has taken that journey, it's really just all about the, the, the final meeting and, and closing the deal. The deal is really already closed. It's just formalizing the deal. So it's not even really closing the deal. It's just formalizing the deal, getting the contract signed and getting the schedule started. So it's really, you take so much of the whole process out of there and, and it becomes a lot easier to implement. Yeah, and I've told you that uh, you know a, a couple of the clients and one client we both know um, actually said, just give me somebody to deliver my message. It's not gonna screw it up. You know, I don't want anybody that's incredibly knowledgeable in the pool industry because they tend to just screw it up. Um, so when it comes to landscaping or even if you're a subcontractor, this, this individual is a subcontractor, said, look, just give me somebody that can go in there and, and not talk too much, get the signature and get the uh, down payment and we'll move forward. So, 
you know, this has been fun. I can't tell you having me, you know, Wait, with you. And, uh-oh. Come did, on. Did we forget something? The marketing's dirty little secret. Oh, we, we've been kind of man. playing around okay. with it. And, and uh, so, I mean, it's kind of the, the crux of what we're here to, to, to talk about. Yeah. And I want to talk to you guys about it because I, I think you're approached all the time by marketing companies who want to take your money and say they're going to perform and, and uh, just deliver all kinds of goods. And I hear this story over and over again. Um, and, and what we've tried to do here on Ask the Master is explain that you're the best representative for your product. We, we, you know, any way that we can help in far, as far as mentoring you to get you more sales for less money, that's important. Um, but don't fall into the trap of uh, companies who want to do a different type of items, whether it's pay per click or whatever it is to increase your website, because their job is to spend more and more and more of your money because that's how they make their money. And that's one of the things we get to do with video, the most powerful medium on the planet in 2020. Um, so I would encourage everyone out there to go push record, um, do what Dave's doing, uh, represent yourself. Let's, let's lay the foundation out of what you need to get done when your company gets up to the level of Dave's. Then let's start to automate it a little bit again. Uh, but we need your engagement to think that you're just going to write a check and somebody's going to handle this stuff for you. It's going to take involvement. You can represent your brand better than anybody. And, um, Man, what a great day today. I mean, yeah. this is great. And we're looking forward to all of you guys doing really well in 2020, shortening the sales cycle, spending less money to get more profits. And, and that's what it's all about. So thanks so much for coming on today. I mean, we've been doing Ask the Masters. Uh, people hear your voice on some of the intros and the outros. And and I've seen you a little bit, but I'm really excited to be able to have you as a guest today and and impart some of your knowledge. And, and hopefully this has been helpful. We're really we, we understand that uh, this can feel really overwhelming. And we really hope that today we were able to dispel some of the myths to kind of give you some traction and give you direction where you should be going, some of the things that you shouldn't be doing. So hopefully this was helpful and uh, we're glad that you tuned in today. We're out. Ask the Masters is dedicated to educating, mentoring, and designing a better workplace for the swimming pool industry and their families. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.